the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Well, good afternoon and greetings to you. Thanks for coming along. Monday afternoon, and uh, it's kind of a weird weather-wise transition day, but anyway, everything's good here in this corner of the world. And Kath, welcome. How are you today? Happy to be here, John. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. You know why it is? Because it's happy birthday for you. Happy birthday, Kathy People, Emmons. we're blowing it out you today. You man. You're on the it, heels of my birthday like a couple of weeks ago. Well, here's the thing. Since my birthday always trails yours, yeah. it can it kind of pales by comparison. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. Because there's so much, I mean... Hoopla. Exactly. And I, I mean, it's not like I need more hoopla. But I oh, feel you as hoopla. if my birthday can't really measure up. Oh, come on. I'm kidding. I've never considered that. Your photos on your uh, birthday greetings on uh, Facebook. Is it? Oh, yeah. Great. There's a little picture of you there. It's a little picture. I can't wait to see which <laughs> yeah. picture you chose. No, it's nice. Is I, it a good one? It's, it's a very, yeah. yeah it's, oh, yeah. it's me. It's me doing something. No, no, it's not. No, it's, it's, it's you. You'll see it. Okay. You know the picture. Okay. But um, happy birthday to you. Thank you so much. Do you like your birthday? It. I do like my yeah, birthday. Yeah, good. I like it best when it's on a weekend. <laughs> yeah. Well, on a Monday birthday isn't like, you I, know what I mean. I thought you might take the day off. Oh, because you took the day off again. I well, took I my just, birthday off. I felt. See, and, I took Friday off because I had to do some like things, renovation things at my house, mm-hmm. and so I felt like it would be too pushing much, the limits. Right. Management might raise an eyebrow. No, I thought you'd be mad. Oh, I'd be I, mad. This picture. I see the picture on. Yeah, Facebook. that's good. Yeah, so, I look like I'm really mad. Kenny Woods commented on that. Mm-hmm. He said, "He said, Kenny Woods said, I've seen that look. It's terrifying. Uh-huh. You don't look like you're mad. I you think don't like think you, I look like no. I'm mad? I just think you're like, you know, you're Christy, ready. Christy, don't you think it looks like I'm mad? I, I need to see the picture. Okay. Okay. No, it just looks like, you know, you're you're doing some business there. Oh, 63 people Making have left nice comments. I can't wait to look at Very them. Nice, Thank you so much, everybody. Happy birthday to you. It feels good. Oh. Any big special plans this evening? A cake? <sighs> a dinner? Well, I know. I don't know. I don't know any of those things. Mm-hmm. However, surprises in the making. Yeah, maybe surprises in the making. We had a, I had a really wonderful dinner on Thursday night with both of my kids and my husband. Mm-hmm. We went out okay. for dinner. So that might have been it. For Thai. And it was really great. And, Nikki's. Uh-huh. Very nice. Yep. And the pork dumplings are so good. Have you had the pork dumplings there? Not there. They're so good. I love dumplings so much. I, and the dip, the dipping sauce. It's excellent. Bring it. Mm-hmm. It's really, really, really. Yeah, good. nothing says happy birthday like pork dumplings. <laughs> I mean, it's not spicy pork and broccoli. But nothing, <laughs> don't even go there. Nothing is today. How, how nothing you, is today. We're talk, just uh, suffering. For, just suffering. Throw, throw it to the top four, John. Okay, please. Yeah, as we always do. Kath gives us the news stories <laughs> that surround us today. Kath, please give us the top four at four. For Monday, May sixteenth, twenty twenty-two. Number one, the 10 victims of the mass shooting at a Buffalo supermarket include a church deacon, a beloved security guard, and the mother of a retired fire fire commissioner. 
The victims represent a cross-section of life in the predominantly black neighborhood, according to today's CBS News. They were all gunned down, of course, by an 18-year-old white man who authorities say showed up at the store with the express purpose of killing black people. All but one of the people killed was over age 50, according to police. Number two. Pennsylvania Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman, leading Democrat in the state's high-profile Senate contest, suffered a stroke just days before the primary election, but apparently is on his way to full recovery. John Fetterman is 52 years old. He confirmed that he had been hospitalized all weekend, according to the Trib, but said that the health emergency was not slowing his campaign. Um, he said in a text message to the AP, feeling good, all things considered. Excellent. So apparently he got quick medical attention. Good. It is a good reminder to just look up what the symptoms of a stroke are. Mm-hmm. Because when it comes to a stroke, getting quick treatment is very essential. Mm-hmm. Not, I, don't, I shouldn't say very essential. It just is essential. So our best to Lieutenant, Government, Lieutenant Governor John Fetterman. Number three, it's all sadness in Pittsburgh today for another less important, but still important, reason because the pens are out in the first round of the playoffs for the fourth straight season you guys you guys that helmet rule is so stupid yeah but it wasn't the helmet it It just wasn't the helmet rule if it wasn't for the helmet rule we would have won game six am i do you think i don't know i don't know I hate the Could've, helmet rule. I hate that whole no, thing. I mean, you know, I, you know thing. what else I hate? I city. hate how the first of all, I love hockey, but I hate the NHL because they talk about how much they care about head injuries, mm-hmm. how much they care about the safety of their players. Mm-hmm. But when you look at the, they don't care. They don't care. Or the Crosby thing would have been a penalty or would have been a suspension. Right, Instead, right. it was just like, oh, it's just like just a go. normal course of play. Or if they cared about head injuries, they, would, they wouldn't have fighting, which they have. Mm. They don't care about head injuries. But somehow when it comes to the helmet thing, they care about head injuries. She's all hot. Cat's all hot. Don't get upset. It's your birthday, Cat. Number four. <sighs> that was a lot. You know, a movie theater, John's been around for a long time when the first film it ever showed was a silent hit at the time. I love this. Manor Theater in Squirrel Hill opened exactly 100 years ago yesterday. Fabulous. May 15th, 1922, as a single screen theater showing a movie called Hail the Woman. <laughs> I love that film. Don't you love Hail the Woman, Christy? It's a silent I film. I love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Starring Florence Vidor, Lloyd Hughes, and Theodore Roberts. Never mm. heard of any of those people. The manor has operated continuously ever since, except for when it was shut down for most of 2020 in the midst of the pandemic. Last night, the manor celebrated a century in existence with a 100th birthday party showing off the silent movie that started it all. It included a live piano accompaniment, just as it did when it was first shown. How much fun would that be? And that is your top four mm. at four. The people Isn't who saw the perfect? silent film, they didn't suffer like we did last night. <laughs> no, they had a much better evening than we did. Uh... did Whenever that, okay, when the goal was scored in overtime, Mm-hmm. I I left the couch immediately. I had to walk out of the Okay, room. I seriously thought about this. I thought, now how are the, because the three of us were communicating during the game. Yeah. I thought, I'm trying to figure out how you guys responded to that moment. Yeah. Okay. So I said to myself, John instantly shut off the TV and left. I did. Okay, I, yeah. I knew you would do I that. I, just... I had to watch all the post games. Oh, why would you do it was, that? It's like some sort of like, oh, it's like a what? grief process I go through. Oh, no. Christy, what did you do? So I stream, so I'm on a slight delay. So I mm. found out via Twitter, and like by like 30 or 40 seconds, I what? saw I saw the goal come in on Twitter. Somebody tweet. Oh, so you're tweeting? Oh. Yeah, because I'm delayed, so oh. I can see it come in. So I watched the goal, and I walked around the house yelling. Okay, so 
John shut it off mm-hmm. and left. You walked around the house yelling, mm-hmm. and I watched the entire post game. See, why did you watch the because post game? Because I told you it's a grief process. I told you. Oh. I have to just take it in. I have to think about it. I have to accept it. Mm, not good. Not good. I went to bed right away. Literally, I went to bed. I went upstairs. How could you go to bed after that? You don't need any denouement. No. Like any, in my nothing. mind, there's the denouement. Like, like, like this. <laughs> all kind of crazy chaos. Okay, all that stuff. Once they tied it up, you knew. Right? I, no, I did not. Okay, I knew. I was like, no, 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 no. no, no, no. I was, once they tied it up, they're... Uh, I, I, I was really thinking, dislike the Rangers. Oh, how about the fans? The fans are the worst. New York fans. New York are the, fans are the worst. They I, are. So you have said that for years. Oh, but they are but the watching, worst. watching. You see the, them? Yes, I said. You see them? As soon as I said to Eric, John always says New York has the worst oh, fans. Oh, the worst. What? That's they're, they're vile. They're, oh, they are. Believe me, uh, I've been to many New York sporting events. I mean, it's like what the heck is like crazy people? No. I, I don't, I don't mean to be involved. gender biased, but the women especially <laughs> yeah. just turn my like yeah. get, I, I, get it together. Yeah, they're, get they're, it together. They're going to the next round. They've the got worst. it together. It's the worst. We're sitting here. The absolute worst. We're sitting there. All right. We need to take a break. Right. But when we come back, Greg Clugston, this week in the nation's capital. SRN News White House correspondent. They've got a new press secretary. I wonder mm-hmm. what that's like. Can you imagine starting that job today? Oh, haven't helped. Or us. any day. Okay, we'll take a quick break. It's the Ride Home, Monday edition. 101.5 WORD. I had somebody ask me the other day if this is my real voice. Word FM presents a night out with comedian Chad Thornsbury. Like if I had the talent to do voices, this is the one I'm picking. 7 p.m. May 20th at Impact Christian Church, Moon Township. A buddy of mine, he's a comic, he's from Australia, and talks like, wow, did you hear that accent? I bet that means he is great with women. And they hear me talks like, wow, did you hear that accent? I bet that means he can fix my tractor. General admission, just $30 each. Tickets on sale now. Which I can, but that's not the point. That's the WordFM.com slash night out. Dr. Mehmet Oz confessed, quote, I'm not socially conservative. Mehmet Oz is a liberal on guns. Listen to him in his own words. How do we keep guns out of the wrong person's hands? Red flag laws. Even worse, Oz supported New Zealand-style forced government gun buybacks, tracking gun owners with universal licensing, and an assault rifle ban. No wonder Mehmet Oz confessed, quote, I'm not socially conservative. Mehmet Oz, a Hollywood liberal and total fraud. Dave McCormick, he's an Iraq combat veteran with a bronze star. He's a proud son of Pennsylvania and a sportsman. Dave McCormick is a conservative who you can trust to stand up to the woke liberal mob and protect your Second Amendment rights. Honor Pennsylvania Inc. is responsible for the content of this advertising. Not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. Paid for by Honor Pennsylvania, Inc. HonorPennsylvania.com. Turkey and stuffing, real mashed potatoes, sliced top round, Aunt Emma's broccoli casserole, chicken and gravy over buttermilk biscuits. Am I making you hungry yet? Hi, it's me, Marsha, from the Springhouse. You have a special event coming up in your life, a shower, a wedding, graduation party, company party, anniversary event, or any occasion where you'd love to serve all-natural, farm-fresh foods, then it's time to give the Springhouse Catering Department a call at 724-228-3339. From your first conversation with Dawn, who will help you create a menu that's unique to you, to the beautiful, bounteous setup and display that my sister Jill and her crew create, you will be delighted. 
After every catering event, Jill tells our cooks, I wish I could take you with me so you could hear all the wonderful comments guests give us. Give us a call at 724-228-3339 or check out our extensive menu at springhousemarket.com for farm-fresh catering from the Springhouse. I love seeing the transformation of a smile. There's a reason patients love Dr. Megan Stock, voted Pittsburgh Trib's best of the best dentist in northern Allegheny County for the second year in a row. You don't have to do full mouth rehabilitation to really transform a patient's life for a patient to be able to smile confidently and be happy with their own smile. Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. Stock Family Dentistry, Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. All right, here we go. Every Monday we go to the White House First Thing with Greg Clugston, who joins us as the SRN News White House correspondent. Greg, happy to be with you. Busy day in Washington, D.C., is it not? It is, usually is, and today's no exception, I guess. Hi, guys. Good to be here. Nice to see see you, you. Greg. Uh, Let's start with the baby formula shortage. Of all things supply chain that we've had to deal with over the last two and a half years, um, I never cease to be surprised at the things that can get, you know, stuck. Uh, So let's talk about this. What is the president saying about something that's obviously so vital to so many families? Right. And the president is getting a lot of criticism from not just Republicans and conservatives, sort of the usual, uh, you know, back and forth between political uh, divisions and that sort of thing. But a lot of a lot of concerned families and parents, obviously, of of newborns and young children uh, that rely on this infant formula. And you're right. This is just the latest in a long what seems to be a growing list of of items since the beginning of the Mm -hmm. pandemic that have at one point or another been in short supply. Um, and, uh, of course, with, with something like formula, which is, uh, which is food for, uh, for, for babies, obviously, uh, it takes on a, a slightly different significance, you know, as opposed to finding, you know, toilet paper or paper towels as important as those items are. Yeah. Sure. Um, and so, so I would say two things. One is uh, for any president, uh, we've talked about this before, there, there is a limit on how much any president from any political party can control certain factors, certain circumstances. Uh, this might this might de- delve into this category a little bit, but that's not stopping the criticism as well. But at the same time, the White House, this administration, really responding because they understand um, this is a potent issue. It could hurt them politically if it hasn't already. And the president's you know job approval numbers aren't great uh, to begin with. And there are there's new polling showing that. A vast majority of Americans believe that the country's on the wrong track. And so that right track, wrong track, wrong check ratio is uh, really in the wrong direction for this uh, for this White House. So there, there have been some steps that this administration has announced today. And we're supposed to be getting some more details even this evening about uh, possibly reopening, helping reopen this plant in Michigan uh, that has uh, sort of. Uh, held up the supply of this infant formula and easing some import rules and other restrictions that are in place. But it's still probably going to be several weeks, if not a couple of months, before things are sort of back to normal. That's really? the bottom line. But the good news is the the, uh, the Biden administration is trying to move things forward, uh, black eye or not, depending upon where the president is, but some action is being taken. 
Right. In fact, even even one question came up today to the Transportation Secretary, Pete Buttigieg. He was asked, uh, you know, sometimes they waive these uh, these requirements or restrictions on the number of hours that truck drivers who are delivering products to stores, uh, how, how, how many hours they can drive. There perhaps are going to be some, some waivers there to allow truck drivers, once uh, the production of this supply is ramped up, uh, to, uh, to even drive more hours. Uh, under law so that they can uh, get those deliveries to the stores where they're needed. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Of course, uh, Greg, uh, all of us are heartbroken over the latest mass murder, this time in Buffalo, New York. Uh, The news is that uh, the president will make an appearance tomorrow in Buffalo. Please tell us the details there. Right. We've talked about this, too, before, haven't we, about uh, um, presidents uh, being the Mm consoler-in-chief and the comforter-in-chief and going and grieving with communities that have been um, either hit by, in this particular case, by, by gunfire, by a massacre at a supermarket over the weekend, or whether it's the president traveling to a disaster zone following a natural disaster. Uh, there still are, uh, you know, broken lives, broken families, uh, upset uh, and grieving communities. And so Buffalo is the latest, and the president and the first lady will be traveling there tomorrow, meeting with local officials, as well as uh, most likely relatives and, and friends of, of, uh, of those who were killed in, in Saturday's shooting. And, uh, of course, all of this comes with uh, the usual discussion of, uh, at, at certain points in the discussion, gun control and uh, motivation of the shooter. Obviously, this is being investigated as, as a hate crime, given, uh, given the writings, uh, the apparent online postings from uh, the suspected gunman in terms of his view on, uh, on race and uh, white supremacy and that sort of thing. So that's, that's another, those are other components of the larger discussion just beyond the initial grief and also the outrage over mm-hmm. uh, this kind of violence uh, uprooting lives and changing communities. We'll be talking about the shooting in Buffalo in the 5 o'clock hour of our program, so stay tuned for that. But right now we're talking to SRN News White House correspondent Greg Clugston. Greg, let's turn our attention overseas um, and talk about what's happening in the war between Russia and Ukraine. Um, Now it's, of course, changing reality for people who live all over Europe, and it looks like both Finland and Sweden want to join NATO. Um, What's the response to that? Yeah, this has been something uh, in the works for a few weeks now and was uh, in a lot of the newscast headlines last week leading into the weekend. We first heard that from Finland and then over the weekend, just yesterday, I believe, it was Sweden uh, officials announcing that they too, along with Finland, are going to seek NATO membership. And uh, they're, not, uh, they're not hiding the fact as to why they are ending, in, in some cases, decades upon decades, uh, in some cases, hundreds of years of political uh, and military alliance neutrality. Uh, they are simply uh, very concerned about the, the kind of invasion that we have all, as a world, witnessed Russia going into Ukraine. Finland has a, shares a long border with Russia, uh, and uh, them being neutral all of these years uh, was probably uh, you know, a good thing for Russia in terms of not needing to worry about that section of their border. But uh, if Finland becomes a member of NATO there, uh, they uh, all of a sudden that change, changes the equation a little bit in terms of the, the map of the defense alliance. And so uh, this, is, this is sort of one more, uh, one more step in the direction of, uh, of the world really responding to Moscow and, and Vladimir Putin in a very strong 
uh, and unified way. Now, there are still going to be some countries. I think Turkey is one who uh, is not thrilled about um, these countries joining NATO for other reasons beyond the Ukraine war. Uh, but generally, uh, this is viewed as a positive from the United States and, and the Biden administration here at the White House. Does it have to be a unanimous vote to allow them in? You know, I, I have to admit, I don't know the yeah. particulars on the voting procedure and um, and how that goes in terms of the percentage. I'll have to uh, dig into that and let you know. Got it. I wonder. So when you think about NATO, I, I mean, my, my impression, of course, uh, is that NATO is not necessarily a gigantic fighting force, that this is a contribution from other different countries. But I, I guess it's more, it, it just means something as a placeholder that there is now, you know, someone with arms on the other side of the board. That's right. It you know it it does send sort of a uh, you know a morale boosting message in terms of saying hey uh, here you have these two countries that um, historically have not wanted to uh, jump into this kind of membership or take sides politically and, and for whatever number of reasons, uh, but they feel compelled to do it this time because of of the actions that we're seeing in Ukraine. Uh, so that sends a message. Uh, just by itself. But then you're right, John, to say that, look, um, even though this is not uh, an offensive alliance, it's 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 obviously a defense alliance. Uh, there there is a there would be a whole new, especially along that Russian Finland border, uh, a whole new potential response militarily from Finland and writ large NATO uh, that Russia would have to confront. And uh, obviously for for Finland uh, dealing with their climate uh, in that part of the world, and uh, their very strong military readiness uh, as a country to begin with, uh, they would be a significant addition to the NATO alliance. Mm-hmm. Greg Clugston with us from the White House. Um, Greg, let's talk about this. I think this is weird. It's strange to me that you have a major corporate leader like Jeff Bezos having like an online argument with the president of the United States about anything. Um, so talk to us about their conversation about inflation. And does that strike you as, as like, was where, where, this the bizarro world? It's the modern like, world. Happening? Yeah, the bizarro world. It's it's uh, social media as, uh, you know, taking over. Uh, this is just the, the world in which we live right now, isn't it? I mean, that's uh, I, I think it's more interesting in some ways that the White House is is responding publicly yeah. the way they are, too. Uh, it's, uh, you know, they 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 hear criticism and disparaging remarks from all quarters all the time, and they have to pick and choose which fights and which battles to deal with, uh, either privately and or publicly. So but you had not just only the president tweeting on uh, the Joe Biden Twitter account, but then also more formal and more substantive statements coming from the White House press office. And so it started with, you know, essentially Bezos saying, look, um, you know, this administration, this president was really trying to pump even more money, uh, you know, government, you know, spending uh, into an economy that was already overheated. And he was essentially blaming uh, the president and the administration for uh, for heating up the economy and, and uh, creating the inflation uh, that we are now experiencing. And then there was a, a response from President Biden, who said, you know, if you want to deal with inflation, then uh, corporations need to, to pay, pay their fair share of, of taxes. Uh, and then Bezos is back saying, well, how, how does that work in terms of, uh, you know, wh- why would raising taxes or whatever help with uh, lowering inflation? And that was a question that a new press secretary today was asked, and she didn't have a very uh, uh, fulsome answer, uh, oh. in my opinion, in terms of, of, of putting those two together. But obviously, this White House believes that there is something uh, to benefit them 
for taking on someone like Bezos, who is a billionaire, the founder of Amazon.com. And of course, the other thing, too, is this president, Joe Biden, politically throughout his career has been a staunch and still is today as president of the United States, a very staunch supporter of labor unions. And he came out, he has come out in support of uh, efforts by workers at Amazon to unionize. So that's another that's another bit of the discussion there and the debate between these two very public figures. Mm-hmm. Greg, we know that you're up against the timeline. Uh, we'll let you go. But uh, Well, no, wait, but one last question, oh, because sure. it wouldn't be the same mm-hmm. if we didn't, uh, you know, ask you something completely comes, ridiculous. Yeah. And, and right. Okay, so today's National Barbecue Day. Wait, um, it's also Kathy's birthday. It's, uh, wow. it's Kath's birthday. You, you guys buried the lead, as we say. We did. Thank you. Well, Happy I don't know birthday, if it's the Kathy. lead, but thank you so much, Greg. Yeah. Um, I think that me, my birthday and National Barbecue Day happening on the same day is fitting. Um, are you a barbecuer and do wow. you choose a grill or a smoker? Mm. Um, I love barbecue. Uh, I don't mind uh, smokers, but I uh, have always used a grill. That's yeah. just kind of what we've always, always and your had. And your um, protein of choice? Protein of choice. Wow. Um I'd say beef. I, beef. I got, I'm a beef guy. Are you a beef That's guy? Good, yeah. All yeah. right. He's got yeah. so's John in, in, mm-hmm. in many in many in many forms. <laughs> and I also just want to say uh, I'm glad to share a May birthday with you, Kathy. When's That's your nice. birthday, Greg? Yeah, it was uh, last week, May third, a couple May th- weeks ago. His birthday's May fourth. Yeah. No kidding. We're all here together. Very nice. Taurus's this, this rule. Was- this was meant to be. What's halfway between where you are and where, where we are? Let's meet for a birthday celebration. Very nice. May 3rd, I May 4th. It. May Very 16th. Nice. nice to see you, Greg. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you, Greg. Always a pleasure. Greg Clugston, SRN News White House correspondent. He brings us up to date on the goings-on at the nation's capital, around the nation, and the world. Greg Clugston, information, wordfm.com. Take a quick break. Reset. Oh, the aforementioned National Barbecue Day. There's more ahead about that. Thanks, Greg. Liberty. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. You're not who you were 25 years ago. Your life's more complex. People change, families change, and the law changes. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman, and a proper estate plan should keep up with those changes. That's why Abernathy and Hegerman presents free ongoing estate planning workshops with attorney Dan Reimer, someone who's really good at making complex concepts sound so simple, so you can protect what's yours and to ensure that your will is done. The next one's happening soon. For details and to attend, visit a-h.law. Hey, Earl, did you hear that Senator Mastriano voted to pass Act 77? You're kidding. Isn't that the law that allowed no-excuse mail-in ballots that the Democrats are abusing? Yeah, but it's worse than that. Mastriano also proposed that folks with COVID should be mandated to register with the government or be punished. And that's a violation of my privacy rights. Uh, What will they come up with next? A tax increase? You know, Earl, now that you mention it, he has... Mastriano is proposing a 60% increase in our Pennsylvania income tax. Wow. Unbelievable. I'm sure glad I talked to you guys. Don't be like Earl. Get the facts. Doug Mastriano can't be trusted. Paid for by Pennsylvania Patriots for Election Integrity, LLC. Here at the Original Mattress Factory, offering the best value for our customers has always been the key to our success. 
Our factory direct business model is straightforward. We hand build our products with the best materials in our own factories and sell them directly to you, eliminating the middleman. This allows you to get a better product at a better price than mainstream retailers. Visit our factory in Pittsburgh on Freeport Road to see the Original Mattress Factory difference for yourself. OriginalMattress.com Few purchases are more personal than a mattress. There is no such thing as a one-size-fits-all mattress that can meet everyone's needs. At the Original Mattress Factory, we know that your comfort and support preferences are unique, so our team is committed to helping you find the right fit for you. With our no-pressure shopping experience, you can take all the time you need and make a purchase when you're ready. Visit an OMF location today to experience the Original Mattress Factory difference for yourself. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Clear to partly cloudy skies for tonight with a low of 53. Partly sunny tomorrow, breezy in the afternoon, the high 68. Partly cloudy tomorrow night, low 46. Wednesday, clouds and sun with a passing shower in the afternoon will reach a high Wednesday of 67. Mostly cloudy Wednesday night, low 58. Mostly cloudy and warmer Thursday, high 78. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. National Barbecue Day is today. I was very excited to read that this morning and sad that I didn't know it before. Yeah. Would it have uh, made a difference? Would you have gone out like by yourself? I just feel as if knowing that I that my birthday is the same day as National Barbecue mm-hmm. Day, I feel like over the years I would have taken celebrated that in a more full sense. Now you're adventuresome on the on the grill, aren't you? I am adventuresome on the you're grill. You're doing fish. I always do fish on the grill. Which, Salmon on the grill is my favorite thing. But I'll do I orange kebabs? ruffy. Nope. Filet. Filet. Mm-hmm. Filet. Mm-hmm. Like a filet mignon. No. I mean a filet of fish. Oh. Whole. I'll okay. smoke that up. I'm like, it's delicious. Yeah, I'm at the Emmett's house. What the away. heck's going on there? I mean, right? But not a kebab. I have. I did salmon kebabs mm-hmm. this time last. No. It was at the end of the summer. Uh, yakitori mm-hmm. salmon, which is a Japanese recipe. I got it out of the New York Times. And it is one of my favorite things I've really? ever made in my whole life. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, now, your husband is not... A meat eater. No, but he can do fish. So he's a pescatarian. Okay, pescatarian. So we, but my grill isn't out yet. It's still in my garage. I know. Well, your your house is in There's transition. There's a lot going on. So all I'm in transition. Kind of like, right? We've got a friend who's got a smoker, mm-hmm. which to me is going to like next grade up. Right? I don't think so. It's different. Really? I have a smoker because mine's a smoker. You've got a smoker too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've had a smoker for five years. Right. It's not next grade up. It's different. Yeah. I mean, it's like a whole other learning skill. It is. Set, a, it right? is a different thing. You have to learn. It doesn't get nearly as hot. It takes forever, though, so doesn't it? So you can't it? sear it. You can't sear things like you're used to doing on your grill. But you get a lot of flavor in the smoke based on what hardwood you pick yeah. that you can't in a grill. So it's like you have to decide what you want. Are you smoking fish? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, it's really good. Because like, you know that you know that image where Jesus comes out and they go, they Jesus comes back and they go here's some here's some fish. Yes, I always imagine that's like you know Jesus in the smoker, like having oh, a piece be. of smoked fish. Could be it's kind of rough around yeah. the edges and you know uh-huh. a little dirty and maybe fragrant. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know I kind of like it. Yeah, you can come to my house for dirty food, <laughs> Christy. You can come to 
I love free food. What would Jesus eat? What do you think about free dirty food? That's fine with me. I mean, dirty in the sense that, you know, it's guys that are working. It's earthy. Yeah, yeah, earthy. That's better. That's a better phrase. Yeah. Right. I mean, you went for dirty first. Dirty food. Okay. If you're grilling or smoking, whatever Mm. your choice is, what, I'm going to ask you the same question I asked Greg. Mm. Protein of choice. Beef. 100%. Really? Oh, yeah. Burger? Burger's fine. I mean, Given my drug or lamb, we had lamb on the grill the other day. How was that? Excellent, fabulous. Okay, yeah. Would not be surprised you that my wife is excellent on the grill. No, that doesn't surprise no, me at all. No, really, I <laughs> just kind of like acquiesce. Sure, I don't care. It's the only yeah. appropriate response. Right. I go out and I offer moral support. But yeah, <laughs> lamb on the grill like a lamb, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. shank. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised people's uh, attitudes towards lamb as though somehow that's cruel. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's anywhere near as cruel as like veal is yeah, just that shit. We can't, I can't veal. do that. No, I, can't I just do can't. That. And I'm not really, you know, going to die on that hill, but I've got many other things to eat. So why would I have some exactly. Well, exactly. It's not right. like you're hurting. Yeah. Christy, your protein of choice on the grill. Well, I don't grill. You don't grill well, ever. I live in a basement. Where am I going to put a grill? <laughs> <laughs> I live in a basement. Where am I going to put a grill? Right outside the driveway. Christy Stockdale, the original broke girl. <laughs> Huh? All right, so what if you were grilling yeah. in a place that had Imagine, a grill? Imagine, someday you will grill for your family. Hey, Mom, what will you have? Everyone's saying beef, so I'm going to switch it up and say chicken. chicken. Nice. All right, very nice. It's a fine choice, especially with a nice marinade yes. applied mm-hmm. as the grilling process goes on. Mm-hmm. Very good. Mm-hmm. I uh, love it. Yeah. I mm-hmm. hope that you all get to celebrate some National Barbecue Day. I'm not sure I will or not. Oh. But like real, how about real Texas? Like our friend Scott Wilder. Are you kidding real me? Real Texas Barbecue. Listen, I was in Texas with him. Mm, man. Did he take... Yeah, that's fabulous. We went to some really Some real Texas Barbecue. Places. Wow. Or you could just do the Isley's Barbecue. <laughs> WORD. The current school year is not even over, but Word FM is already talking about heading back to school. Back to school! If you've ever considered sending your child to a Christian school, but the cost was holding you back, check out the WORD half-price tuition deals now at wordfm.com. Send your child to a school that's teaching them the same values you're teaching at home for the full year, but only pay for half. See the complete list of schools now at wordfm.com slash tuitions. Here's Dave White. We need less talk and more action. My father was a steam fitter. My mother, a homemaker. Their dream for me was to achieve opportunities greater than the ones they had. And like my parents and so many of you, I want to ensure that we can provide that same opportunity for all of our children. Dave White's a dedicated family man, unapologetic conservative, job-creating entrepreneur. I am not a politician. If you are looking for a candidate with decades of experience in Harrisburg or Washington, I am just not that candidate for you. If you want safer streets, if you want to lower taxes, if you want to fix our elections once and for all, if you want to put parents back in charge of our children's education, join our campaign. I will take less talk and more action to Harrisburg. Paid for by Friends of Dave White. Try Life Center, a faith-based pregnancy and family resource center in Lower Borough, is hosting their annual Walking for Babies event at Northmoreland Park on Saturday, May 21st. To register online, donate, or learn more, visit event.fundeasy.com slash 22916. That's event.fundeasy.com slash 22916. Or register in person on May 21st. Try Life Center, helping families succeed. 
Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For a free quote, call 800-523-3771. That's 800-523-3771. 800-523-3771. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. Pastor Jason Sharon is with us. Jason's been a longtime guest of ours, a friend of ours here on the ride home. He joins us from Holy Trinity Ukrainian Catholic Church in Carnegie, PA. Jason, welcome back. It's good to see you. Thank you, John. Thank you, Kathy, for yeah. having me. All right, hold on. We need to get... There we go. We have a mic that works. Let's say that again. Thank you, John. Oh, Thank see. you, Kathy, for having me. <laughs> well, it's like I just heard We that. have made it. All right, so top of mind, Jace, is um, we want an update on... So you went to Ukraine. How long ago was that? Six weeks? Eight weeks? Uh, end, of, end of February. Wow, already. Okay. So, um, and you came back and told us your whole story, right. which was amazing amazing and gripping. And so we want to hear how things are. Um, we want to hear how your uh, mother-in-law is. And we want to hear about the kids. Um, so let's start there. Yeah, well, in reverse order, the kids are safe. They're in, in Lithuania. Are they? They're, okay, great. Yeah, they're safe. So 22 orphans, they're they're well taken care of. My mother-in-law is, is here in Pittsburgh. Terrific. And uh, she's been here since the end of February, okay. and, and she's in good shape. And okay. uh, um, and then uh, the um, the the mission. Since then, I've been here and thinking, you know, what can I do for the people there? Um, and I, I called um, uh, some people who work at uh, the healthcare and the healthcare industry here in in, in Pittsburgh. Um, and I've been working with uh, Brother's Brother, an amazing oh, fabulous group. Yeah, Ozzy's right. amazing. Yeah. And uh, he's like, well, anything we can do, we'll do it. And um, so we're getting a shipment together, and it's uh, all told it's going to be like 90 pallets what? Of, of medical supplies that I've been able to gather. Wow. Um, and, and not just bandages, but like stuff that's really, really needed. And uh, um, so different, different, um, you know, medical supply companies and, and uh, uh, have, have just pulled together and um, just amazing. Wow. Fabulous. Okay, so truly, it, it is a David and Goliath scenario, isn't it? Oh, it, it certainly is, yeah. Uh, and all of this, it, it springs out of an evil, you know, Russia attacking mm-hmm. Ukraine unprovoked kind of like david and, and the philistines you know and uh, uh it, it really has caused me the past couple days you know to think about the, the the biblical story of david and goliath um and and how it plays out and um i've just been trying to like, condense it down to like three things that the spiritual lesson that david and goliath has for us today mm, okay not just in regarding the Ukrainian situation, but regarding our own situation, the spiritual battle for God's sons and daughters here in America today. So, uh, yeah, I came up with three things that I think really we need to hear. Yeah, great. Tell us. Well, first of all, giants appear when you least expect them. 
you know. Uh, you think back to like 1950s America when things were so darn good. Mm-hmm. You know, families were, were good, churches were full, schools were reliable, you know, TV was decent. And who would have thought that that country would be exporting, for example, you know, gay marriage and abortion across the world? You know, no, nobody would have expected that. But uh, here we are, you know. And these these giants that we don't want to confront, they 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 come when you least expect them. And you think of like Russia invading Ukraine, like we were calling our family back in Ukraine. Nobody back there thought they were going to invade, and we're saying well, all these reports, you know, leading up to the invasion, and our family back there saying, listen, we don't particularly like the Russians what they've been doing to us for the past three hundred and fifty years to our culture, our language, our churches. But you know, there are Slavic brothers, and and we share a lot historically with them. They're not going to come in and rape and plunder and murder. I mean, that's so 20th century. And then it happened. You know, so, so these giants, mm-hmm. they, they, they appear when yeah. we least expect them. Um, you know, just like Jesse. You know, Jesse sends David. Go, go down and check on your brothers down there. David didn't think that that day he would be facing off against a giant. You know, he, he thought he was just going down to do an errand for his dad. Um, so it's the same with us. Giants appear when we least expect them. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we face the giants, we have to either face them with, I, I like to say, the feathers of faith or with the fog of fear. You know, fear has an effect on the on the psyche, the soul, and it causes us to have a foggy mind where things just aren't clear. Fear paralyzes our, our logical processes. and but, but faith, on the other hand, it gives us feathers, you know, where it makes us light and carefree and we can, we're, we're adept and we can move quickly. Um, and uh, so when we fee- see these giants, we have to choose. Am I going to move in the fog of fear or am I going to move with the light feathers of faith? And uh, you, you see that with, uh, you know, with David uh, in, in uh, 1 Samuel chapter 17. You know, all the, all the men of Israel were paralyzed with what when they saw, David, when they saw Goliath? Fear. fear. They're paralyzed with fear. And then you have young David, when he when he sees King uh, when he sees Goliath, he says, Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he dares to take on the armies of the Lord God? You know, he had no mm-hmm. fear there. He was just carefree, bring him on, this kid, you know. And he, he doesn't waste time. He immediately, you know, picks up the, these pebbles and he doesn't hesitate and count. He just like picks them up, gets ready, and goes. So uh yeah, be light with the, the feather of faith. Um and the third thing is that someone's always going to try and discourage you. Always, always, always. So before uh, with Ukraine coming, uh, the Ukraine war, is that all the military expe- experts here in the U.S. especially were saying, oh, maybe Ukraine has two days, three days. So the debate wasn't, oh, if she'll win. The debate was, will, will it collapse within two days of the Russian invasion or three days? Well, last time I checked, we're at day 80, I think 81, 80, 81. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're talking mm-hmm. about complete Ukrainian victory. You know, and but they're all all the experts were discouraging Ukraine, and it's always like that. And so you have like David's older brother um, and uh, Eliab, and he 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 starts he's angry at David that he would dare to, to go to battle. Why would you be angry with someone who wants to live according to faith? But Eliab was angry with with David, and uh, he tells him, you know, don't don't do this. And so it's the same with us. When we face these giants in our own culture, you look at, you know, this big idol in our culture for the past, you know, 50 years almost is abortion, Roe v. Wade. Don't take it on because all hell's going to break loose. Well, look what's happened the past week and a half. You know, I haven't seen any, I mean, life's going on. And so if that's the big backlash that we've been dreading for the past half century, then, then bring it on. Let's stand for life. 
Let's stand for life. And uh, it, it isn't as bad and horrible as, as we think it is because as soon as you, you give one punch to that, that false idol, that, 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 that giant, whether it's an actual Goliath or it's a, it's a puffed-up army like the Russians or it's you know, the, the demon gods that people worship of, of, of abortion, whatever, uh, punch it in the face with the word of God, with the feathers of faith, and they fall over. So we don't need to be discouraged when people give us bad advice. And whatever, it could be like with the spiritual giants in our hearts. Let's say I have an addiction to pornography or an addiction to, you know, alcohol or an addiction to uh, gossip, you know. Whatever the destructive passion is in the heart, and I just don't want to confront it, you know. Mm. Punch it straight on. Go to it. Go to the root. You know, embrace the cactus. Just take it Mm. on. And you're going to defeat it. And it's going to be like, why didn't I do this 10 years ago? Yeah. So that's the lesson from David that I've, I've learned in thinking about the Ukrainian crisis. Fabulous. Mm-hmm. David and Goliath in Ukraine. I mean, you know, as you're, as you're talking, Jason, I, I read something today that um, the Russian army has said fully a third of their fighting force has been decimated. Yeah, the, the British uh, intelligence says that, yeah. Yep. I mean, that's amazing to think about that. So, you know, wh- whether it is, whatever that addiction is, whatever that trouble is, right, one little step, one little pebble at a time can eradicate all that evil. Oh, man, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's true. And that's that's the demons. You know, people who, who, who are involved in deliverance ministry and exorcism, yeah. you know, you, you see these things on TV, and it's horrible. I mean, it is, it's worse than what you see on TV. But then you, you just confront these demons, these literal demons, with the word, with the name of Jesus Christ, you know, with holy water. And they squeal like little kids with their fingers stuck in the door. You know, they're just so terrified of just the name of Jesus just the name of Jesus. So we're afraid of these guys, and all we need, we don't need a nuclear weapon. We don't need bunkers. We just need to pray and to say with confidence the name of Jesus Christ and victory is ours. And you can only say that by the Holy Spirit, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm into that. Jason, talk to us and our listeners about um, how they can do something that matters in Ukraine. Great question. Uh, first thing is obviously it's a spiritual battle. You know, the military mm-hmm. uh, confrontation is just an external manifestation of it. But uh, underneath all of this is, is the demons. You know, this is a, a spiritual combat. So we need to first and foremost maintain this in prayer. So our our prayerful our vigilance and prayer cannot be dependent upon the news cycle. Yeah, our that's vigilance. Good. That's wise. Yeah, I like how you said that. It can't be dependent on the news cycle. Yeah. 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 Okay. So so just keep that intention there. Um, and, and, and not just for the victory of Ukraine, but for the conversion of, of Mr. Putin and uh, those poor, a lot of those poor Russian soldiers, they don't want to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we know that from their intercepted telephone calls. Uh, they don't believe in this. And they, you know, they have the Chechnyans behind them. So if they turn around and say, I'm not doing this, then they get shot by the Chechnyans. If they go forward, they get shot by the Ukrainians. Um, but uh, they, they, they make a choice. You know? They make a choice to attack the Ukrainians on their own territory, and it, it's, not a, it's, not, it's immoral to do that. But uh, we pray for their conversion, mm-hmm. but we pray for the victory of Ukraine and these, the healing of these poor women and children especially um, and the, 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 the upbuilding of this nation, that it will be a, a, an edifice and, a, and a, a school of righteousness to the rest of the nations um, in how to forgive and how to rebuild. And I'm confident. I've known them for 25 years. They're a forgiving and good people. They'll be able to do it. So first of all is, is to pray. Brother's brother, if you, um, you know, uh, there's no red tape. I mean, things are, are, are sent, lickety-split. They make it happen. They make it happen. Uh, so brother's brother is just absolutely phenomenal. 
um, and my parish as, as well, Holy Trinity in Carnegie. We, uh, you know, we I have people in Ukraine. I know they call me. This is what I need. We have six families that don't have food right now, and and so you know I moneygram them, uh, send money through Western Union moneygram, or we have people who go over. We give them cash, and then I I know you know who it's going to personally. Cause yeah. I, I taught these guys when they were in seminary twenty years ago, um, and uh, you know we get communication that you know the money got to this family and whatnot Fabulous. so without the red tape again just straight straight within you know minutes sometimes they Excellent. call and i can send it and uh so uh, those are the those are the ways is just uh pray um and uh financially brother's brother holy trainer any ukrainian parish because all the ukrainian parishes they, they're going to know someone sure immediately on the on on the ground uh, and the third way is just to uh, you know call your representative and let them know that this is something that you're concerned about um and uh, that's very important that your representative in Congress is made aware that this is an issue that um, it needs attention. Excellent. Jason, you come here today and you give us optimistic good news, do you not? The the word of God is is good news. That's what it literally means. You know, you have Angelia, so it is good news. And the good news is that uh, the, the Davids of the world always win when they are obedient to, to God's prompting. Mm. And... Um, the good news is that this country that has been under the boot of, of Russia for 350 years um, finally said, you know, a little over three months ago, enough's enough. And uh, it seems as though, by the grace of God, they've been able to d- defeat the third largest army in the world. Um, and uh, and they didn't have Western weapons at the beginning of this. They didn't have that. You know, they, they just had faith and and fury you know mm-hmm. and uh them when with their 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 old their babas out there with uh with their prayer ropes they they were able to turn back yeah. so it's it's good news for us whatever you know the 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 giants that we have to face in our country just copy the example of the ukrainians you know keep that passion in the heart the love for the gifts that god has given you in your land and the people at you, at your breast and uh, mm-hmm. and to and to, to fight with all you have for what's good, true, and holy, and you'll win. Fabulous. Amen and amen. Jason Jerome, Holy Trinity Ukrainian Catholic Church in Carnegie, PA. Brother, it's always good to see it's you. Good Thanks to see so you, much. Jace. Good to see you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. God is good. We'll take a quick break, come back. World's tallest dog. Oh yeah. That's a good segue. <laughs> He's a big one. Raised in abject poverty on a pig farm, Kathy Barnett overcame bleak beginnings with hard work and determination following a calling to join the U.S. Army Reserve. A proud veteran, now a homeschool mom and pro-Trump conservative fighter for Pennsylvania, Kathy Barnett is running for the U.S. Senate to preserve the America that gave her the opportunity to rise. Barnett says she's proof that woke liberals are wrong about America. And Kathy knows parents deserve a say in their own kids' education. Barnett will fight to clean up Biden's inflation mess, end the welfare state, stop the creep of socialism, and make America great again. And Kathy's not afraid to take on the swamp establishment in both parties to do what's right for Pennsylvania. Send a pro-Trump conservative fighter to the Senate. Kathy Barnett. Paid for by Club for Growth Action, clubforgrowthaction.org, and not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. Club for Growth Action is responsible for the content of this ad. So I found a new fear last week. 
I walked into my doctor's office and there was nobody at the front desk. Just one of those little silver bells that said, please ring. I crept my little finger up to it, trying to just barely touch it. But sure enough, it sounded like a giant air horn going off. It's Ryan. And the goal of this commercial is for our faith and family mortgage team to say, don't be scared to smash our bell. Maybe you're thinking of buying a new home, but you don't know what the exact details would look like. Maybe the value of your current home has skyrocketed the last few years. Most have. And so you'd like to see what it would look like to cash out some of that newfound equity to use for life. We chose Word FM specifically, and we're committed to super-serving this station for the long haul. So ding that bell away. No question is too dumb. No pressure will you ever feel. We are United Faith Mortgage. We pay $1,000 of your closing costs on new home purchases. Whew, that's a lot. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. I'm Doug Mastriano. I know something about fighting for freedom. Doug Mastriano, endorsed by President Trump. My 30 years of military service showed me how much we took our freedoms for granted. When the lockdowns came and the left trampled our rights, I was one of the few to stand up for freedom. I fought for the integrity of our elections. I fought for medical freedom, to choose what medicine we put in our bodies, and for the rights of Pennsylvanians to operate and conduct business. I fought for our elderly and our special needs children. And I fought for parents' rights to raise their kids without indoctrination in school. Now the spirit of our Walk as Free People movement has caught fire. I'm Doug Mastriano, and I'm running for governor because this election is about freedom. Join me to restore freedom, revive our families, rebuild our economy, and to get us back to greatness. Visit DougForGov.com, and let's take our state back. President Trump endorsed Doug Mastriano, called him a fighter like few others. Vote Doug Mastriano for governor. Paid for by friends of Doug Mastriano. I saw a story today about a woman, Brittany Davis. She longed for a big dog. Sure, I understand that. Yep. So um, in February of 2020, her brother shows up and he hands her a three-month-old Great Dane. Mm. Floppy Giles, uh, soft fur. Mm-hmm. The pup weighed about 25 pounds, even though it was three months old. Which is more than Milo full-grown. Yeah, uh, sure. uh, yeah, about 10 Milos, huh? <laughs> To say that she was surprised is an understatement. She's 36 years old. She lives in Bedford, Texas. She named the puppy Zeus okay. after the Greek uh, god of sky and thunder. He was a big puppy, a sloppy, sweet, uncoordinated dog. However, two and a half years in, he has reached um, world Guinness World Record status, the tallest dog in the world at uh, three feet, uh, five and a half, eight inches on his hind legs. He stands more than seven feet tall. Oh, my gosh. Seven feet tall when he stands up. He weighs about 200 pounds. Here's a photograph of him. Oh, my gosh. He is massive, massive. Wow. I wonder what the life expectancy is for a Great Dane. I mean, you know, I think big dogs like, you know, St. Bernard's, they their lives are short, seven right. or eight right. years or right. so. But and that's a gigantic dog. You ever seen, ever seen a Great Dane in person? Yeah. I love them. They're, I'm fascinated by them. Me too. But, man, that's a lot of work. Can oh, you imagine? I, I, Plus, taking that dog for a walk. What if that dog saw a squirrel? It would drag you down the street. And you, you'd have you have no. I mean, you have to really have authority. Yeah. In another, in a way other than your physical person. Yep. Or that dog's going to be like, "Why do I care about you?" Look at the little dog in the, at the bottom of the picture there. He's probably like, "Get me away from this guy." I mean, they. He's so big that they have to use. You know, they. Um, 
they measure these um, uh, horses with these sticks, you know, like just gigantic measuring devices. And this is how they're measuring him. That is so cool. So it's like how you measure uh, horses with hands? Yeah, look like, how he is on the Oh, my there. gosh, look. Fabulous. What a sweetie. Well, when he was a pup, there's a puppy picture of him. His paws are enormous. Yep. Guinness Book of World's Records. That's super, super cool. Yeah. I mean, five to seven years. Our, our friend uh, John uh, says five to seven years. Is, five uh, to seven years is their life expectancy. Yeah, because they're so big. Oh. Right? But they sure are beautiful and lots of fun, I would oh, imagine. I hope he has five or seven very, very happy years. Maybe it'll be another Guinness World, World Record. He's lived yeah, to 14. Exactly. Right? Wouldn't that be great? Take a quick break. Come back. You guys did the opposite thing with your dogs. What do you you went for smallest or shortest. We did, yeah. And and they live long. I know. 15 plus years for my amazing. dog. Yeah, it's good stuff. Amazing. Okay, that's the 4 o'clock hour, the Monday edition of The Ride Home. Much more ahead here. Stay with us. WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Starting the work week with not so good news. Gas prices are up. Gas is $4.48 a gallon on average, says the AAA, up 16 cents in a week. A year ago, gas was $1.44 a gallon cheaper. And listen to this. Gas is about $6 a gallon in California, but a comparatively comfy $3.99 a gallon in Georgia. What can you do? Well, the AAA has some tips. First of all, slow down. Drive the speed limit. Avoid jackrabbit starts. Don't idle. Limit your use of air conditioning and park in the shade. I'm Rita Foley. You're pushing its, uh, to toughen its response to Moscow's invasion with Sweden joining Finland in deciding to seek NATO membership and European Union officials working to rescue proposed sanctions on Russian oil. This is SRNU. Hey, Earl, did you hear that Senator Mastriano voted to pass Act 77? You're kidding. Isn't that the law that allowed no-excuse mail-in ballots that the Democrats are abusing? Yeah, but it's worse than that. Mastriano also proposed that folks with COVID should be mandated to register with the government or be punished. And that's a violation of my privacy rights. Uh, What will they come up with next? A tax increase? You know, Earl, now that you mention it, he has. Mastriano is proposing a 60% increase in our Pennsylvania income tax. Wow. Unbelievable. I'm sure glad I talked to you guys. Don't be like Earl. Get the facts. Doug Mastriano can't be trusted. Paid for by Pennsylvania Patriots for Election Integrity, LLC. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And And we're we're the the owners owners of South Coast Coast Tax. We would like to thank our Lord for protecting us from evil. Psalm 91 states, He is my refuge and my fortress, for He will rescue us from every trap and protect us from deadly disease. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accounts and attorneys who specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. 
We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We are also a small firm. We'll treat you like family and not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-3156 for a free consultation. And we'll take the time to explain all of the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. In John 836, so if the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed. And one way we can achieve that is by being debt free. So let us help you today. Call us at 1-800-TAX-3156 and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS tax debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-3156. And paid for by OpenShark Concepts. Attention firefighters, members of the military, and airport workers. For decades, first responders and firefighters at military bases and airports used a chemical-based foam to fight fires. Studies have shown the chemicals used to make aqueous film-forming foam, or AFFF, are highly toxic to humans and have been associated with several types of cancer. If you or someone you know was exposed to AFFF and were diagnosed with any of these cancers, including kidney, bladder, prostate, pancreatic, lymphoma, leukemia, testicular, and neuroendocrine, then you should call us immediately because you may be entitled to significant cash compensation. Call us at 800-515-8809. Our experienced attorneys will fight to get you the compensation you deserve, and you pay nothing unless we get a recovery in your favor. Time is limited to file a claim, so call us now, 800-515-8809. Operators are standing by 24-7, so don't wait. 800-515-8809. That's 800-515-8809. Again, 800-515-8809. Clear to partly cloudy skies for tonight with a low of 53. Partly sunny tomorrow. Breezy in the afternoon. The high 68. Partly cloudy tomorrow night. Low 46. Wednesday, clouds and sun with a passing shower in the afternoon. will reach a high Wednesday of 67. Mostly cloudy Wednesday night, low 58. Mostly cloudy and warmer Thursday, high 78. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. See, isn't it weird what um, what major news media puts out there as important that you should know about? Have you noticed this? I mean, so case in point, I know nothing, and I truly, I know nothing about these poor people. And from the briefness that I've read, I'm sorry, I should take that back. You mean a buffalo? No, the Johnny Depp Amber Heard. Oh, who? I don't know who who these... Johnny Depp, I remember from What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Uh, He's in the pirate films, right, which I've never seen. I could care less about seeing the pirate films. And Amber Heard, the poor woman, I don't know who she is. pirate films. You know, what what, what are they? Pirates of the Caribbean? Is that Mm -hmm. what it is? Yeah. Most people say Caribbean. Caribbean. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, I say Caribbean, not overall. Caribbean. Caribbean. Potato, potato. Yeah, I don't think it matters. So, I mean, every time I look at Twitter or whatever... People are covering like this. Is it a divorce trial? Is it? Uh, it's an it? abuse trial. Okay. And I, I mean, they're they're accused of like abusing each other, beating each other. Right. Apparently, from what I'm reading, I haven't read one article about it. So well, I see the headlines, and I think you know what I'm skipping over that again. But it's every day. It's I know like a headline. Why is the media fixated on something like this? Like the media is like its own weird thing, isn't it? Oh, it is. It's it's. What does that mean? I don't know, but it's very much an insider game. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Who decides that? Okay, Christy, are you invested in that at all? No. Got it. 
Uh, okay, so I'm not going to, you know, push this down the road. But Amber Heard, she's an actress as well? No idea. I think so. I don't know. But I just read this and I go, okay, they were on a, today I read, they were on a honeymoon and there was abuse. And I think, why do I need to know that? The poor people right. airing this in public. And I, I don't know. I don't know. I just, it's a crazy, crazy world. Isn't it a blessing not to be, my brother says to me, you're crazy doing this job that you do. I would never do that you do, that job that you do. You said, yeah, we are crazy. <laughs> and I go, well, you know, it's mm-hmm. here we are. This is what right. it is. And, and I, we try to be discreet in some ways, although, you know, we do talk about our personal lives, right? There is that. There is that. But, I mean, I just... I mean, nothing. I, nothing I, I just compare can't, with I can't that. delve into all that. Okay, so we talked about the uh, conclusion of last night's... Uh, Pens game. Pens game. In our first hour. Yeah. And each one of us, as different soon takes. as the goal was scored, uh, did a different thing. As soon, literally. I had my finger... Uh, it was like I was, you know, my thumb was on the remote button. And you shut off the TV and left the room, as I knew you would do. The goal, like... and then, Click. That's right. all I had to see. Like, I've only known Christy for a year, so I wasn't sure exactly what her response would be. But you said, Christy, you... I just walked around the house yelling. Great. Yelling, which makes sense. That's that's a good response. Mm-hmm. Did you, was the TV on while you were yelling? Yes. Mm-hmm. See, but so out of, out of the corner eye, then you get to see the celebration. I don't want to see the celebration. The other fans celebrating? Oh, I know. It's so, the worst. To even say that out loud kind of like hurts you. I know. Tell me about it. Right? And you... I have to watch the whole uh, post game. Oh, that's like I have to hear. You, I have to hear all the Colby Armstrong. What happened? Oh my god! I have to hear the Jay Caulfield. You have to see like Telestrator the, shaking the hands. Do the whole the thing. Whole, I have to see the whole thing. So that is like the, the ultimate of glutton for punishment. I know. See, I, know. I don't I understand think, that. I think it's just it's a, it's the stages of grief, and I just stages has, of grief. It has to play out for me. It's like you you like getting a gigantic bag of salt and pouring no, it into your I head. No, I have to because you know I have to go through. You know, I deny at first. I always every time the Pens lose in the playoffs, I think, oh well, they're going to look at something like they're going to over they're going to overrule it. Right. Like, like no. the NHL is no, going to the gonna... next day decide. Right, that they were concerned about justice, and they're going right. to give the game. No, it's oh, never stop happened. the steal! Right, <laughs> no, it's the same kind of thing. I mean, exactly, it's not happening. No, it's not happening. But I go through that process, and I think okay. Okay, so Gary that's, Bettman's that's, on the line. Hey, Kath, we found something that you might be interested I in. I found a couple things okay. I'd like to tell Mr. Bettman about. Okay, might be interesting. Anyways, that's my denial phase. You know, I have to go th- to get to acceptance takes a long time, Mm-mm. so I have to watch the whole post game. Yeah, right. I was more invested, quite honestly, after it was all over, about thinking about the Pirates and the no hit win. <laughs> okay, so we're watch. I'm watching the game yesterday afternoon, uh-huh. yep. and the pitcher for the Reds is like 18 years old, yeah. right? And he's throwing a no hitter. Yeah. And I thought, if we are no hit by the stinking Cincinnati Reds, this is like the bottom of the barrel. So, if you're not following baseball, the Reds are like this is hard to believe. As abysmal as the Pirates are, which of course is an annual event, the Reds are even worse. Way worse. Well, well here's the deal. Not, not really. No, the Reds have won nine games. Of those nine wins, six, six have been them. from the Pirates. <laughs> okay, so six from the Pirates. But then yesterday, the Reds pitcher seven and a third innings. He threw 118 pitches, and they thought, well, best to save his arm, which is you know Major League Baseball in right, cause if 2022. Can, nobody can throw a complete game anymore. So they took him out, and then another pitcher came in. I think two other pitchers came in, and essentially they did. They hit, no hit the Pirates, but the pitcher that came in after the guy who pitched seven and a third innings, he walked three batters in quick succession, and then a perfect double play ball. 
as only the Reds can do, apparently, in their haplessness. Stepped on second, then he bobbled, sort of like had trouble getting the ball out of his glove, threw to first, and the, the batter was safe. But in the meantime, the run scored. Now, that is not a hit. That's essentially a fielder's, fielder's choice. choice. Right. So the Pirates are leading without having a hit, <laughs> and they won the game, a no-hit performance by our beloved Pittsburgh Pirates, but they won the game one nothing. Only the sixth time since 1900 in Major League Baseball history has that happened. And there we are. So, so we could think to ourselves, let's focus on the Bucks. No, let's not the, focus too much no, on the okay. Bucks. No, there, there Wait, are Christy's some, like there are some fun players. There are some fun players. Yeah. Who, who are they? Okay. They are a rotating cast of people that, to be honest, I refuse to know their names. It's kind of like salespeople. Wow, what, what is, <laughs> it is. Is this what are you taking sorry. a moral stand? I just. What's the point? You fall in love with these guys. You got to go. Oh, that guy. Oh, I, I know that guy. Here's his story. Here's you know. This so you're is... not going to get excited about Quintana because no, he's I'm not. Be gone. No, because he looks terrific. They just break your heart. Okay, he does look terrific. It's like though. speed dating. I would imagine. Okay. No, I've never sped date. Right. Is that such a thing? <laughs> sped dated. I'm sped dating. <laughs> <laughs> It is like, you know, someone's interesting and then they're gone. So that's what pirate baseball is in this year. Okay, but you're – so are you nope. – no. I don't, okay, have, I don't have a clue who these guys okay. are. You, you haven't watched any games? Well, you watched yesterday's game. You have to know who they are. I watched a couple of innings. I will not watch the whole game. I refuse to. No, I just – just a matter. Well, <laughs> oh, all I have to say, Faith Night's coming up. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wait, Faith Night's coming. So that would be a great night. That will be my first – Probably the first night to go to a game. It's at, uh, the 5th of June, is it not? It is. Saturday night. 5th I'll be of there. June. Okay. I, Vogelbach is my favorite. You don't even know who Vogelbach is? Uh, you, know you don't know who Vogelbach is? Yeah, I know he is. Okay, he's great. I like yeah. him. Although I couldn't think of his name and had to look it up on Look, I mean, if if you hear one more time, it's a, you know, PNC Park is such a great place to go to see a pirate game. It is a great place to go yeah, see a well, pirate game. Yeah, well, how about putting a product on the field? No, it I'm, makes it more amenable, okay? I'm with you. To be honest, I'd rather look out the window here at the uh, top of Green Tree Hill mm-hmm. and watch Point Park University baseball play. All that to say, Faith Night's June 5th. <laughs> 4th. Oh, sorry. June 4th. My apologies. That's, That's so bad. What a bad job as a broadcaster. <laughs> yeah. Just misidentified just Faith Night you're in twice. An, you're in an emotional turmoil. In despair. All right. We need to take a break. When we come back, Luke Bobo will be with us, a friend of the program. We haven't talked to him in a couple of years, but we thought we needed to turn to somebody to talk about the events in Buffalo. And so um, Luke's going to join us. Hopefully we'll have a heart-to-heart conversation. Uh, we appreciate your honest feedback, and we'll be getting that at the end of the hour as well. 101.5 WORD. Ann White's marriage was in desperate trouble, but she was terrified to let anyone know. On the next Focus on the Family, Ann talks about how God helped her to break through dysfunctional patterns and finally ask for help. A courageous story about a marriage that was wonderfully restored. Next time on Focus on the Family with Jim Daly. Tonight at 8.30 on 101.5 WORD. I'm Doug Mastriano. I know something about fighting for freedom. Doug Mastriano, endorsed by President Trump. My 30 years of military service showed me how much we took our freedoms for granted. When the lockdowns came and the left trampled our rights, I was one of the few to stand up for freedom. I fought for the integrity of our elections. I fought for medical freedom, to choose what medicine we put in our bodies, and for the rights of Pennsylvanians to operate and conduct business. I fought for our elderly and our special needs children. And I fought for parents' rights to raise their kids without indoctrination in school. 
Now the spirit of our Walk as Free People movement has caught fire. I'm Doug Mastriano, and I'm running for governor because this election is about freedom. Join me to restore freedom, revive our families, rebuild our economy, and to get us back to greatness. Visit DougForGov.com, and let's take our state back. President Trump endorsed Doug Mastriano, called him a fighter like few others. Vote Doug Mastriano for governor. Paid for by friends of Doug Mastriano. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1-800-928-3355. That's 1-800-928-3355. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1-800-928-3355. That's 1-800-928-3355. Select Quote. We shop, you save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Hi, I'm John Henney from Henney Jewelers. Since 1887, my family has helped people celebrate the most memorable moments in their lives. We are rooted in faith and commit to doing the right thing again and again. We believe in the covenant of marriage and use our to have and to hold program to encourage couples as they prepare to spend the rest of their lives together. Please stop into our Shadyside store to learn more or visit HennyJewelers.com. Henny Jewelers, your jewelers for life. The news Saturday of the mass murder in Buffalo, New York, as shocking as it was, is, it's not really a surprise. I think this is true. I think if you're, you're honest about your feelings and the sweep of history in this country, you see that and you nod your head and go, yeah, here it is again. There was a time, and I think probably, I don't know, maybe this is just, there was a time in, in my life where I was hopeful that um, America mm-hmm. would rise, that there was this feeling of we can be united as a people. I mean, I mean I'm a boomer. And, you know, my parents, my dad was a World War II vet and, you know, he grew up in the, in the, the gauze, the, the hopeful haze of the 1950s and, you know, seeing, you know, the possibility, at least for, you know, for me as a suburban white kid, you know, looking at the sixties and going, yeah, of course, 1968 and, uh, you know, <laughs> so many different markers here and the, the murder of, uh, JFK and Martin Luther King and Bobby Kennedy and, you know, Newark, New Jersey and lunch counter demonstrations and riots in the street. I mean, it, it, you saw the world change and there was there was hope for that in some way, despite all the the horror. But over the weekend, I, I kind of thought, I think I, you lose hope. Mm-hmm. You just lose hope for who we are as a people. And if I wasn't a believer in Jesus, I, I just think the despair would be overwhelming just to see where we are. 
Luke Bobo is with us. Luke is Director of Resource and Curriculum Development for Made to Flourish. Luke also works as an adjunct professor of contemporary culture and apologetics at Covenant Cemetery, Seminary. Previously, uh, Luke worked as an electrical engineer. He's the author of Living Salty and Light-Filled Lives in the Workplace. Luke's a, a minister of Christian education at Friendship Baptist Church in Kansas City, Missouri. Luke, welcome back to the show. Thank you, John. Uh, it's good to be back. And I should um, make a, a few edits. I'm no longer with uh, Made to Flourish. I'm with an organization called Airbomb, and I can say more about that later. Thank you. And it, it relates well to this topic today. Thanks, Luke. Obviously, we're working off an, a, a, an old bio, and I apologize for that. So we look forward to the update here as the conversation goes on. So, Luke, uh, I mean, you hear my introduction, you know, and here I am, uh, a white guy in my in my 60s, and, um, you know, I follow along with the flow of the country, and at one point I was hopeful, and, and now I'm not, and I'm sure you, as an African-American male, uh, your take on where we are in this country is different than mine. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, I think your listeners need to understand that for African-Americans, many of us, we don't see one event in isolation from mm. our 400-year history. It's, in many ways, it's like a story that never ends. Since being brought here on um, ships and packaged like sardines, uh, as it were, uh, the traveling conditions were not were not optimal. Let's put it that way yeah. for uh, people of African descent. And then Jim Crow, and then Reconstruction, and then civil rights. Uh, George Floyd, um, Breonna Taylor, um, Philando Castile in Minneapolis. It, it's um, it's a story that seems to not have an ending. And Dr. King said it years ago, it's though we live in two Americas. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you talk about despair. Uh, I, I fluctuate often between hopefulness, being cynical, and despair. And so, <laughs> uh, I'm not sure what else to say. Look, what's amazing to me about this latest murder, mass murder, is there's an 18-year-old boy who is armed to the teeth with... I mean, he, I mean the security guard is trying to shoot back and the, and the kid's, you know, covered from head to toe with protective armor gear. I mean, this this guy, how can you be 18 and be filled with such hate and meticulous planning where you go and you scout people out hundreds of miles from your home in a community that you want to target what what kind of a person grows up and you know i i I don't know what this guy's upbringing was but his parents were professionals they work for the state of new york uh they're engineers what goes on around the dinner table or what goes on online that someone at the age of 18 is filled with such rage that they want to kill people like that well, your your listeners, uh, you you mentioned you are a believer, and I'm a believer. Um, we know the biblical story um, in Genesis one and two. There was harmony, there was peace between Adam and Eve. You might say, as 
someone say they lived in a just society. There was there was shalom. There was harmony. And then the fall of man happened. Um, Dr. Schaefer, Francis Schaefer, I'm, I'm sure many in your audience know about Dr. Francis Schaefer. Yes. Uh, once upon a time, I led the Schaefer Institute at mm-hmm. Covenant, Covenant Theological Seminary in St. Louis, and he would say, we're all glorious ruins. Uh, we're all able to do glorious, wonderful, honorable things, and on the same token, we're also able to do um, gory, ruinous things. Uh, think about Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Uh, we all have that type of psyche. Mm-hmm. And so this young man, apparently, we talk about Muslims being radicalized. He was radicalized. And, and I, I would say this. Um, we all go through socialization. Uh, in our neighborhoods, in our homes, and, and we need to ask the question, did, did mom and dad notice something? <laughs> how, how well did they know their son? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't matter if um, mom and dad are janitors or the president of, of the United States. We all go through some degree of socialization. And we need to ask the question, what what are we doing as parents? Uh, again, your, your listeners understand Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4 through 9, that parents are called to be uh, the, our kids' first representative of who God is like. Mm-hmm. It, it's our role to cultivate virtue into our kids. And the church comes along with that mandate, but the responsibility falls in the lap of mom and dad. And so I, I, I don't know his parents, but I, I just asked the question, did they not notice something about their son? Yeah, and it brings to mind the fact that, I mean, I have two kids, John has two kids. I mean, it's been a, you know, a long, long fight to have to make sure that my kids were discipled by my husband and I and the church as opposed to their culture. Um, now, it's not that their culture doesn't disciple them because we're all discipled by culture. Um, but exactly. it's just it's a matter of degree or a matter of maybe uh, prominence or authority or I don't know what it is. I'm just it, – it's just – it's a constant battle. And so when I see a situation like this, I think to myself, you know – the power of the messages that come at us on our phones 24 hours a day if we let them are overwhelming to me i'm a mature person who has you know lived a life that includes uh, you know wonderful parents and a wonderful husband and uh, you know every advantage that you can imagine and i still fight against it every i mean Every single day, the pull of culture. I, it, it is. It's just what it is. So, I mean, that's not an excuse. I guess I'm just stating the obvious that we're all we're all in this culture. But, Luke, I guess my I, my question for you is that I hear you talk, and I appreciate what you're saying about you know people of color don't see this as an isolated event. Um, they see that you see this as you know this is a long chain of events that started hundreds of years ago, and um, my heart is particularly raw for the fact that those of us in the church, you said you believe in Jesus, John as well, I do. 
um, that we have such a hard time talking about issues that involve our different cultures. And if I hear critical race theory, that term one more time, I'm going to lose my mind um, because it's just another way that we're going to separate ourselves from one another, especially in the church. And I just can't stand it. Um, so maybe comment, Luke, on how you feel like we're doing talking. I don't mean the three of us. I mean our larger church culture. <laughs> That's a great question. Uh, if I could just comment on what you said about um, parents and their responsibility, um, it's, it's also the role of the community. Um, I know this sounds cheesy and we hear it too often, but we hear this phrase, it takes a village to raise a kid. And so I, I would also ask the question, this young man's coaches or teachers, did they not notice something? Mm-hmm. And um, we, we cannot remain silent when we see something that's peculiar. And I just wonder how many people along the way, uh, coaches, teachers, parents, next door neighbors, did they not see something that tipped them off that they should have said something earlier? So to your question, um, Kathy, um, and this is a shameless plug for uh, the organization I work for, Arabom. We help um, blacks and whites talk about race. And, and I, I will say we, we dare not dismiss the notion that this is also demonic. This, we're, we're, this is spiritual warfare. Mm-hmm. Um, so even in critical race theory, most African-Americans know that that's not a worldview. <laughs> but yet I think Satan has thrown it out as a decoy and has wrapped us around this axle that we get all up in arms when we hear the three words, critical race theory. I was taught in seminary that all truth is God's truth. Mm-hmm. I can learn things from critical race theory. Seminary also taught me how to think. But I believe the church should do a better job at helping believers be discerning. So we become more well-rounded and able to communicate with others when we read broadly. I think we we stick to our, our cocoons. You've heard the expression uh, echo chamber. Mm-hmm. When we stay with our echo chambers, we we are re- our thoughts, our beliefs are reinforced. So we if we are asked to go beyond our echo chambers, we get nervous, we get scared, we're fearful. But as Christians, God calls us to engage. God calls us to leave the comfort of our echo chambers, our tribes, and engage with people across racial differences and economic differences and political differences. Because our Savior did it. (laughs) Our Savior did it. Paul did it. Mm -hmm. Your audience knows that in Revelation chapter 21, it says that God is going to allow the cultures, the nations, to bring in their their 
things glory. that are honorable. Yeah. They're glory. So if, if God is going to allow glories of our different cultures to come into the kingdom and the new heavens and new earth, why, why are we as Christians today so fearful about engaging with others who hold to different cultural norms, cultural preferences? Why, why is that the case? I was taught in seminary that we are to live life in the present from the end of the story. We know how the end of the story ends. That should inform how we live today. We will not get it right 100%. It's, it's proximate in this present moment. But God calls us to make it, as the Lord Jesus said, um, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We are to make what's true of heaven true on earth. That's Luke Bobo. He's the author of Living Salty and Light-Filled Lives in the Workplace. Luke, talk to us about this organization that you're involved with now. Yeah, Arabon is... How do you spell uh, that? It's A-R-R-C-O-N, A-R-R-A-D-O-N. Okay. It's not the... I think there's a a fragrant... Right, uh, exactly. It's, it's not the same It's not word. that. That's <laughs> not that word. So Erebon simply means, it's a, it's a Greek word meaning deposit or foretaste. We use it this way. Um, the, Christian, the Christian's experience of the Spirit now, being filled by the Spirit, should be a foretaste of what's going to be true at the end of history when we live in the new kingdom. So, Erebon, our problem statement, the problem we are, we have been organized, established to address is the racial brokenness in the U.S. church. So, we exist to address the problem of racial brokenness in the U.S. church. And so, we are an organization which is a formation ministry that equips and inspires the U.S. church to pursue racial healing in their communities. So we have assortment an assortment of trainings that we actually do with predominantly white churches to help them to get over the hump, this obstacle of engaging with those who have uh, a darker skin color. And it is a big hump, is it not? <laughs> and it shouldn't be. I, I remember one of my good friends said it this way. Race is a problem. Be a problem. Think about the Imago Day. Every person we meet, back to Genesis 1 and 2, every person we meet, Johnny Kathy, is made in God's image. Mm-hmm. Th- that should get us over the hump. As believers. Yeah, you're right. That's that's family. That's good. Luke, uh, we thank you for your time and for the ministry, which we did not know of before you joined us on the air, and for your honest thoughts of where we are in America here right now, but especially for the fuller story of what lies ahead in eternity. So thank you so much, Luke. We really appreciate you being with us here today. Thank you, John and Kathy. Our pleasure. All right. Well, you know what? Uh, that's, that's good news. That's optimism right there. 
that is optimism that in many ways when I over this past weekend I did not share I mean I do know the end of the story, but at the same time, when you see America where we are right now in this moment, I, I'm deeply pessimistic. I mean, this is this is it. We have come to this point yep. in our lives. We just keep coming back to this point. We just keep coming back. Anyway, we want to hear from you. So we're going to open up the phone lines to talk about it. 800-320-8255. 800-320-8255. If you heard what Dr. Luke Bobo shared with us, um, what's your feeling about where we are? Are you optimistic? Are you optimistic about race relations? And particularly, how do you feel about how we talk about race in the church? Mm-hmm. 800-320-8255. The murders this past Saturday. Are you optimistic about relations? in the black and white and what about the church's role we'd love to hear from you 800-320-8255 i'm doug mastriano i know something about fighting for freedom doug mastriano endorsed by president trump my 30 years of military service showed me how much we took our freedoms for granted when the lockdowns came and the left trampled our rights i was one of the few to stand up for freedom I fought for the integrity of our elections. I fought for medical freedom, to choose what medicine we put in our bodies, and for the rights of Pennsylvanians to operate and conduct business. I fought for our elderly and our special needs children. And I fought for parents' rights to raise their kids without indoctrination in school. Now the spirit of our Walk as Free People movement has caught fire. I'm Doug Mastriano, and I'm running for governor because this election is about freedom. Join me to restore freedom, revive our families, rebuild our economy, and to get us back to greatness. Visit DougForGov.com and let's take our state back. President Trump endorsed Doug Mastriano, called him a fighter like few others. Vote Doug Mastriano for governor. Paid for by friends of Doug Mastriano. If you belong to a club, I think it's fair to presuppose that the effort of joining that club and then showing up for whatever the activities or events were, that you were in line with the mission statement of the club. Mm-hmm. You think? Club, organization, team. Church. Whatever that is. School. Mm-hmm. So if you went to a Christian college, wherever you are in your walk, in some ways you would have to presuppose that the majority, the large majority of people around you were Christians and had some form of a relationship with Jesus. Now, having that said and done, I would think that it would give you a freeing aspect in your life. Is that fair right, to say? You would feel secure in that, you mean? Yes. Well, I think that's probably true. But I also think that as much as you're looking for that in other people, you would have to be bringing that yourself to the table. Your faith. Your faith. Your relationship. Your relationship. Your boldness. And your willingness to share it with somebody else. Be in uh, communion. Have Look for a significant relationship. I believe that happens daily at Grove City College. Look online at gcc.edu, Grove City College, Christ-centered. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, tune in, and on Odyssey, in your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. We will never fully understand what we've asked of our military service members or their families, asking them to put themselves in harm's way. 
to endure it all. But we do understand that it's our turn, our duty, to keep them secure for the rest of their lives. Wounded Warrior Project long-term support programs help our most severely ill or injured veterans live independently, at no cost, for life, so that they might stand at ease. Join us at findwwp.org. Clear to partly cloudy skies for tonight with a low of 53. Partly sunny tomorrow, breezy in the afternoon, the high 68. Partly cloudy tomorrow night, low 46. Wednesday, clouds and sun with a passing shower in the afternoon will reach a high Wednesday of 67. Mostly cloudy Wednesday night, low 58. Mostly cloudy and warmer Thursday, high 78. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. We had a conversation with Luke Bobo about what happened on Saturday with a massacre of 10 people in a grocery store in Buffalo, New York. And uh, Luke provided us with some good insight. He, I would say, is very optimistic. Optimistic, I would say. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the eternal perspective, of course. If you're a believer, then it has to be in your life that you are optimistic about all things. Yeah, because we know God the end of the has story. been kind enough to give us the end of the story. Yeah. However... We don't know how we get to the end of the story, though. It's not easy. We do not know how we get there. Day to day, where we are right it's now as a nation, this is brutality. I mean, it's just, uh, I, I am less than optimistic, to be honest, about where we are in this country. This is a, just a nightmare. And I, I, I'm very always have been very optimistic about the American dream. Now it feels like, you know. It is a dream in the truest sense that it's never going to happen. But white, black, red, yellow, uh, Arab, Muslim, Christian, Jew, we are so, so disparate from each other. I mean, all you got to do, look, tomorrow's the election. All you got to do is look at the, listen to the election ads and you think, right. we're crazy people. Right. What are your thoughts? But my, my, yeah, everything that you're saying... We're, we're in a country together. We have to figure it out, right? But even more than that, and how, what do you think about how we talk about race in the church? That's my other two do, different questions. Do you? Th- I don't think the white church talks about it a lot. Do you? So that's one of the problems. I mean, do you I think mean, the church it's a thing? is the church is not white or black. The church, the capital C church, is all of us, every tribe, people language and nation that's what revelation calls calls it that's what's going to happen but of course you know the church is as deeply segregated as anything so how do so i would like to hear what people think about that 800-320-8255 okay let's go to the phones 800-320-8255 rose uh thanks for stepping up what are your thoughts please hi yes my thoughts as um as believers as one in um, god the father the son and the holy spirit I believe that we should like try to find our way to intermingle with one another. Like, hey, I invite you to my church. You come to, mm-hmm. I come to your church. Mm-hmm. You know, start start there. You know, I mean, like, there's so many. It, first of all, the churches are like small. Well, in the black community, the churches are small. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, as we, you know, we go to different churches and everything. But rarely do I see a whole like like a Catholic meshing with 
the Protestants or whatever, or the um, African-American churches or whatever have you. You know, um, I've been walking in my—I've been in church all my life, but I have truly been walking in faith for the last past 11 years. I'm 60 years old, and I go to church. I live on the north side, but I go to church up in um, Greensburg. However— I, I think that, um, you know, because I listen and I hear, you know, I have never attended none of y'all um, events or anything like that. But I hear because I listen to y'all all the time. I listen to y'all all the time and um, you, I enjoy what I hear. But if we can somehow or another, you know, like I said, try to find our way of meshing together, trying to understand because God is one. And it's not, we don't have all these gods. We can make all these gods, but no, it's just the one true and living God. And we, we know that. And as we learn and understand what God want, truly wants for us, it's easy to do. Because I feel a lot of people be struggling, and I'm thankful because I'm like, I always had love in my heart. I love people. I, don't, I just genuinely love people. Sounds and like I remember it. at one time I was going around asking people, why do white people li- don't like black people? And I mean, I would ask this all the time, but I wouldn't get no straight answer. Or then some people would say, well, I like you or whatever, what have you. But if we can just try to find ourselves trying to want to be together and just because of me. Yeah, because if we, cho- if we chose, Rose, you- you're saying if we chose it, it would just be so much better. No government program is going to make us love each other, right? That's never exactly. going. That's never going to happen. No, no authoritarian figure is going to wag their finger at us and say, "Now you two get along." Now it's not going to happen. But exactly. I like what you said about the "come to my church, I'll come to your church," and that really puts a whole different light on it. Mm-hmm. I mean. But I've been friends with Bill Glaze for a long time, but it's different going to Bill's church. It's just different. Um, my friend Eddie, when he goes to my church, it's different. Right. It's it's you're you're coming out of your comfort zone and going into someone else's church. And I, I, think, I mean, it's a rare thank thing. Thank you, Rose. Yeah, it's a Appreciate good. Appreciate that. A, I mean, the, the only time generally, really, when blacks and whites mingle is at a, like a music event. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, who'd or you go see? Or a sporting event. Right. A sport- Gladys Knight. You saw Gladys Knight, right? I mean. Mm-hmm. It was a mixed crowd, right? Yeah. Black mm-hmm. and white, because right. they love the music and they love Gladys Knight. Right. I mean, you know, Stevie's coming to town, you know, that, that kind of thing. So the church, how does the church puppet something like that? Yeah. 800-320-8255. Uh, let's go back to the phone. And uh, hey, Tom, uh, you're with Kath and I today live on Word FM. Uh, please tell us your thoughts. Hello. Hey. Hi, Tom. Hey, so I, I got my radio turned down here, so it doesn't echo. I guess that's, that's no good. Yeah. Um, I would... I would say that <clears throat> that I'm a uh, a white male, right, non-denominational Christian, and um, I was raised in a rural area. Like the area I was raised in, there was one percent of the population was black. Um, I went to Methodist churches. I went to a lot of different, really good churches. You know that that taught the word and, and showed you the way. I didn't realize my path with Christ until I sat down in a Southern Baptist church and I felt the spirit and I felt it in a way that I had never felt it before. You know, all those churches I went to, all those services, the Southern Baptists stood up and they praised the Lord. And I'll never forget that. 
that actually sparked something in me that that I had never had. But as a white male, I never feel that I can even talk about racism in this country. But um, wait, a lot no, of, why, why do you say that, Tom? Because you you feel like why don't you feel like you can talk about? It? Are you afraid to say the wrong thing? Well, it doesn't matter what you say; it's always wrong, right? Because because the white male has been put into a corner okay. as in, you know as the problem, yeah, right. That that's the problem. So it, it really it's insecurities. Like people are insecure in themselves. Take a white male and a black male. They have insecurities against each other. They can't communicate. But probably eighty percent of their lives are identical. Mm. Same problems, same issues, everything. Uh, they maybe even go to similar church services, have the same beliefs. But that twenty percent of insecurity is what seems to uh, cause all this drama. That's good. I appreciate that. We need to take a break. Yeah, we need to take a break. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate the phone call. White males are the source of everything bad. 800-320-8255. You can see why Tom thinks that. 800-320-8255. You're welcome to join the conversation. We're talking about Saturday and race in America here on The Word Home. I've always been kind of cynical towards advertising, which I know doesn't make much sense considering I'm currently recording a commercial. It's all the fluffy words that make us cynical, right? A -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, a blue light special, but only, of course, if you call right now. It all kind of makes me nauseous, and yet here I am about to say that right now actually might be a -a once-in-a-lifetime moment for some of us, and that is the opportunity of a cash-out refinance. Arguably never has there been a moment in time like the last few years where home values have jumped at crazy historical levels, leaving all this extra money sitting inside our homes. A cash-out refinance lets you put that extra money in your pocket to use for life. If you'd like to see your options, we are United Faith Mortgage. We pay $1,000 of your closing costs on new home purchases and up to $500 of your appraisal fees on all refinances. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. MLS number 1330. Department of Banking. Mortgage Lender License number 22672. Try Life Center, a faith-based pregnancy and family resource center in Lower Borough, is hosting their annual Walking for Babies event at Northmoreland Park on Saturday, May 21st. To register online, donate, or learn more, visit event.fundeasy.com slash 22916. That's event.fundeasy.com slash 22916. Or register in person on May 21st. Try Life Center, helping families succeed. If a super flexible schedule, great benefits, paid time off, and a signing bonus sound good, consider NAMS Transportation. NAMS has provided safe transportation to Northern Allegheny County and Pittsburgh seniors for over 40 years. Van drivers start at $17 an hour, sedan drivers at $14 an hour, plus a $2,000 signing bonus for part-time drivers and a $4,000 signing bonus for full-time. Must be 25 or older, no CDL required. Call 412-406-8611 today. Where else can you get a high-quality mattress made right in your community? Only here at the Original Mattress Factory. Our local approach to manufacturing is a key part of our factory direct operation. We hand-build our mattresses and box springs right here in Pittsburgh and sell them directly to you in our own local stores. That means we can offer a better mattress at a better price and the best value. Stop by your local OMF location today to see the Original Mattress Factory difference for yourself. OriginalMattress.com So as we're having the conversation about race, which 
is difficult. It's it's difficult, but Awkward. it has to happen based on what happened, what we saw over the weekend in Buffalo. I do think it's important to acknowledge off the bat that we want you to be honest. And we don't want this to be an atmosphere where you feel like you're going to say the wrong thing. Well, it's easy um, to say the wrong thing. It's it's super easy to say the wrong thing right now. But if we're not able to be honest about what we think, then we're not going to be able to step forward in this. Everything's So awkward. hopefully when Dr. Luke Bobo was with us in the five, beginning of the five o'clock hour, he was honest about what he thought. Um, we want you to be honest about what you think. But the question we're asking is, Are even after the shooting in Buffalo, are you still optimistic about race relations in America? And then secondarily, how do you feel about the way we talk about race in church? Are we doing a good job with that? Are we doing a bad job with that? What, what, how do you feel about it? 800-320-8255. we got somebody on the line Yeah, here. this is Nancy. Hey, Nancy. Nancy. Hi, Nancy. Hi. Um, I have so many mixed emotions. You know, first of all, I believe, first of all, racism is taught. It's taught. And, um, or, or, or it's not addressed at all, and that's sometimes just as bad. But um, I, I, as far as hope, um, I don't have hope for this world. I don't have hope for this world. Yeah. My right? hope is in Jesus. My yeah. hope is in Jesus Christ. And I can't allow myself to, when I hear all these bad things that are happening in the shootings, I can't let myself get invested into it. I don't want to say that I'm apathetic. The only thing I can do is the only thing I do when I hear these things is I just pray. Mm. But I mean, but it's 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 revelations. We knew this was happening. I mean, we're in a dark and dying world, and it's evil. We're not fighting against flesh and blood. We're fighting against powers and principalities in the dark world. We know that as Christians. So um, my hope lies in the fact that I know the end of the story. Mm-hmm. I know the victory is won. I am soon getting ready to retire. And um, my prayer is, uh, Lord, now I am available. Use me in some kind of way because you can't say that one person can't do anything because look what 12 did. Yeah. And, and, and all of them weren't even, weren't even working, really more like three or 10 or eight. But I mean, so I, my prayer is to do what I can do in some small part because I'm making myself more available now that I'm retired. Fabulous. That's, right, Nancy. Uh, Nancy said something that I, she said, racism is taught or it's unacknowledged, which is worse. Hmm. That's really good, Nancy. I appreciate that. We have to step away. We're yeah. stepping away. Okay. Yeah, okay. Our time is so short. Yeah. 800-320-8255 if you want to weigh in. Are you still optimistic about race relations in America after what we saw in Buffalo this weekend? No. And how do you feel like we're doing talking about it in the church? Bad. Heaven help us. Raised in abject poverty on a pig farm, Kathy Barnett overcame bleak beginnings with hard work and determination following a calling to join the U.S. Army Reserve. A proud veteran, now a homeschool mom and pro-Trump conservative fighter for Pennsylvania, Kathy Barnett is running for the U.S. Senate to preserve the America that gave her the opportunity to rise. Barnett says she's proof that woke liberals are wrong about America. And Kathy knows parents deserve a say in their own kids' education. Barnett will fight to clean up Biden's inflation mess, end the welfare state, stop the creep of socialism, and make America great again. 
And Kathy's not afraid to take on the swamp establishment in both parties to do what's right for Pennsylvania. Send a pro-Trump conservative fighter to the Senate. Kathy Barnett. Paid for by Club for Growth Action. Clubforgrowthaction.org. And not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. Club for Growth Action is responsible for the content of this ad. I'm Doug Mastriano. I know something about fighting for freedom. Doug Mastriano. Endorsed by President Trump. My 30 years of military service showed me how much we took our freedoms for granted. When the lockdowns came and the left trampled our rights, I was one of the few to stand up for freedom. I fought for the integrity of our elections. I fought for medical freedom, to choose what medicine we put in our bodies, and for the rights of Pennsylvanians to operate and conduct business. I fought for our elderly and our special needs children. And I fought for parents' rights to raise their kids without indoctrination in school. Now the spirit of our Walk as Free People movement has caught fire. I'm Doug Mastriano, and I'm running for governor because this election is about freedom. Join me to restore freedom, revive our families, rebuild our economy, and to get us back to greatness. Visit DougForGov.com, and let's take our state back. President Trump endorsed Doug Mastriano, called him a fighter like few others. Vote Doug Mastriano for governor. Paid for by friends of Doug Mastriano. What happened to quality customer service? These days, it feels like most companies just treat you like a number. It can be difficult to find a real human to speak to when you have a question or need assistance. At the Original Mattress Factory, we have a customer-focused philosophy. We offer an educational, no-pressure shopping experience because we want to help you find the right mattress for you, whether you buy from us or not. Visit an Original Mattress Factory today to see the difference quality customer service makes. OriginalMattress.com Buckling up is the single most effective thing you can do to protect yourself and your loved ones in a crash. Wear your seatbelt every trip, every time. Drive smart and buckle up. Be safe, PA. Learn more at PennDOT.PA.gov slash safety. Paid for with Pennsylvania taxpayer dollars. It's easy and profitable to be kind to others when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Each day for 30 days, we'll post a new act of kindness that you can do for others. On June 1st, you could win $5,000 and a deserve organization will also receive $5,000 in your name. You can make a difference in others' lives when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Enter the Kindness Challenge today at wordfm.com. I don't know. Look. It's just a lot. I mean, people are calling. Somebody called. Oh, I want statistics on black on black crime. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. Ten people were murdered. There is no but to this story there isn't i'm sorry right there's no statistics they're gonna make you you know justify some point that you have about your feelings about african americans in this country it's just not there's no but here people were murdered because somebody hated other people black people african americans no statistics that are gonna make anybody feel better gonna make you feel good about your perspective here Come on, people. Are you loving Jesus or not? Mm-hmm. Are you hopeful? Are we, are we family? Are we family? The people that call Jesus Savior, are they your brothers and sisters? Before Truly. anything else, before party, before neighborhood, before language, nation, whatever it is, are those people who believe in the same Jesus you believe in, are they in your heart and in your mind, are they your brothers and sisters? Can you look them in the eye? And say, you are my brother. It doesn't matter if you disagree about everything else. Are you my brother and sister if you believe in the same Jesus I believe in? That is what God calls us to. He calls us to that radical, familial relationship. Why above above every other discord, every other... Uh, 
opportunity for disagreement. That's what he calls us to. That's what he prayed for in John 17. That's what he prayed for, that they would be one as we are one. My brother he in Christ. He said that to his father. Yes. That they would be one as we are one. So there's no but in there's that. There's no but. Right. There's no but. We have to figure. I'm not saying it's easy. It is not straightforward. I think it's really complicated. I think we all struggle with I it. I think it's really co- I struggle with it. I'm not good at it. But I know that that's what we're called to. So all I can say is let's struggle through it together. It's the best we can do, but I'm not going to stop trying. Thanks for being with us. Have a great night. Pray for peace and be that person on the front lines, the peacemaker. You look people in the eye and see them as brothers and sisters in Christ. Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.